Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. I'm your host Scott and with me on the sofa is Dan. The best one? How's it all going today? The best one. I didn't add that to your introduction. Is that what you're adding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, actually, this week you are not going to be the best swimmer on this podcast. That's very true. Yeah. That is true. So, again, we have another guest on the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. We love having them on. And on this week's show, we have a former teammate of Dan's from Cardiff. Yes, he's a former swimmer. In fact, he's still going at I Cardiff. I say, don't, don't count him out now. He's yeah. still training. He's still going. He's, he's, he's doing really well, actually. So, yeah, it's great to have him on the show. Uh, a big welcome to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast to uh, Zav Castelli. How are you doing, Zav? Yeah, very good, thanks. How are you guys? We are we are feeling a lot better than you, <laughs> considering you are, what, you're currently in quarantine or waiting for a COVID test? Yeah, well, it's sort of just, um, just precautionary, really. I'm not okay. anything serious at the moment, but we'll see how it goes. It should good, be fine. Good to hear. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast anyway, even if you are feeling a little run down. Especially on a Saturday evening as well. It's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big deal. You're trying to stay up for a few weeks now. Yes, yeah. I know, yeah. Um, okay, so to kick things off, something we like to ask all swimmers who come on this podcast is, what's your journey yeah. through swimming? So why don't we kick off yeah. with how you actually got into swimming from day one? Um, well, I, th- I think I've always been swimming. Like All my earliest memories were of me sort of swimming. Um, my grandparents um, lived by the sea. So we were at the beach all the time, and like I've always been swimming. Um, my mom used to take me swimming all the time, and as I've always had sort of positive swimming memories of like racing at like six or seven and and winning and stuff. So it's always that does help you uh, want to carry on swimming. The winning always helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so I was I was quite good when I was younger, and um, like I loved it. I still do. So. So when you were six and seven and racing and winning, were you already at a club by then? Yeah. I lived in, I went to primary school in Italy, um, and we're just a little club there, and I used to, I just remember, like, really good memories of, of being there, sort of, um, still in touch with, with friends from that club, actually, now, so it's, um, so when my, sort of, journey started, sort of, properly training and properly swimming, and then, um, I went to, I moved to London with my mum, mm-hmm. and we, um, joined, uh, Bexley, yeah, I know no, we Bexley, joined yeah. Bromley first, Bromley Swimming Club, um, and that's where I met my coach, um, Shelley, who um, coached Kyle Chalmers the year he won the Olympics. And uh, oh, okay. what, previous, we coached him up to them when he was a junior. So um, she lives in Adelaide now. Um, so that's where I met Shelley. Um, and then from then, sort of just kept progressing through. I ended up, she got a job at Bexley and I followed her. Um, and then just all those memories of swimming and stuff has always been pretty positive. So I kept yeah, it would have been a, a good coach to follow, I think, especially with uh, Carl Chalmers yeah, doing yeah. pretty well right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Nice life over in Australia well, as actually, well. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, we moved to Australia, um, not this last year, we moved to Australia after commies. I stayed there for a year. Yeah, um, nice. And we, because my girlfriend's um, best friend lives in Adelaide, and coincidentally, Shelley lived there as well, so I thought, might as well give it a go. Um, so I ended up working in in Adelaide and training with Shelley for a year so that was quite fun it was well, different. there's worse so. places in the world to get end up <laughs> yeah. for a year yeah, exactly yeah yeah definitely it was a different experience but we decided to come back but um we did enjoy it so what age did you move to Cardiff then or start training at Cardiff um I think I was 20 20 yeah because um because because I was at Bexley until I was 18 so my A-levels and then I did European Juniors that year. 
um, and I did really well, and I got a scholarship to Arizona State. Mm. Okay, big That's uni. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. then that sort of didn't work out. But Shelley moved to Australia that year that I, I did my A-levels, and then I decided to pursue something else and give it a go. It just sort of happened. I just went with the flow. Um, but then sort of the coach I went there for initially um, ended up retiring the year following year, and the new coach that was coaching. Um, so we not that we didn't get along, but I, I wasn't doing very well. So mm. on one of the nationals, I think called nationals for Commonwealth Games trials um, for the um, Indian ones, the Delhi ones. Yeah, I met Dave Haller, um, and Dave Haller just started talking to me and saying, "Why don't you come and swim with us?" and that's how I ended up in Cardiff. And oh. we just sort of just said, come. And I was like, all right. Yeah, that was literally, uh, that was my thinking. That's the reason why I joined Cardiff. Because uh, obviously, because of, of Dave was there. And I remember the 2012 uh, yeah. London trials. Uh, there were three Cardiff swimmers in the 203 final. So I thought if I could compete with them, that was the whole reason I went yeah, there. Yeah, that was that the was whole good. point. Yeah, it was, it was a strong freestyle team, actually. Mm. I mean, we did pretty well in the um, yeah. Speedo League, wasn't it, back then? Or well, now it's called Arena League. And we uh, we used to win all the time in the yeah. op- in the open men's. So your biggest experience was uh, the Commonwealth Games, not you've, once but twice. You've been there twice. Which one was your favourite one? Um, glad, uh, well, Gold Coast was my favourite, only because um, I swam pretty well and made four finals in all my events. So that was pretty memorable. So what was what was from your experience at Commonwealth Games? What was the biggest lesson you learnt from it? Biggest lesson. Um, I think sort of how much I enjoy sort of swimming. Mm. Probably the reason I kept, I'm still doing it now and I'm 30, so um, I've got a pretty good opportunity to keep training and stuff with with Wales. Hopefully this year goes well again and I can carry on till next commies maybe. Who knows? Yeah, where is the next commies? Is that Birmingham? Birmingham, Birmingham yeah. yeah. Birmingham. So near enough a home. Well, it is basically a home one, isn't it? Home one, yeah. yeah. So yeah. from Commonwealth Games... Did that make you want to aim for the Olympics a bit more? Yeah, definitely. Well, Olympic trials for um, Rio, I, I swam all PBs. I went, I got silver in the 200 back and a bronze in the 100 back. Okay. So I was like, I was pretty good in, in, in those events and I swam all best times in the 200 AM as well. Mm. Um, so obviously that kept me going for then. Yeah, you can't ask for much more. And the, yeah. So... You know, it's gonna. It's very competitive the backstroke now, so it's definitely gonna be a lot harder. But because um, there's a lot of new new swimmers coming up, and the hundred backstroke is um, is a very good relay opportunity. So I was gonna okay. say our, our medley team at the moment is pretty strong. We just need that one well, yeah, backstroke leg, yeah, and then we're, we're the one. exactly. We're so flying. I mean, Luke Greenbank's done amazing these past two years. You know, so he's yeah, he's pretty much the fave. But um, you know, you never know. There might be a second spot. So. You never know. Just got to keep training. And actually, actually yeah. speaking of training, with all the lock the lockdown, obviously, um, yeah. how did you keep up that training? Um, well, lockdown was pretty tricky for me. I'm sure it was for a lot of people. But um, so if I was in such a good place, we'd um, we'd swam really well in the um, arena league. I did. I broke a record that I had before. Oh, so nice! I was, like pretty much doing in season personal best at, at arena league. You know, that's like, always a good sign. Yeah. yeah, so I was training really well. I was in the good places. I literally said, like, I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. 
and just concentrate on swimming. I was studying though, but I was just concentrating on swimming and giving everything I could. And so then it was a bit disappointing when literally you have to put everything to a stop. Mm. And I'm sure everybody, a lot of other people would have felt, you know, that was pretty hard. Especially yeah, a big mental year. hurdle. Yeah, huge. But um, it's sort of, now I'm more grateful that, not grateful, but there's sort of a silver lining to it all because I'm still swimming. Because okay. I could have potentially stopped swimming after Olympic Games and sort of moved on with my life, which was a, a very good, you know, chance I would have done that, you know, because I was planning on swimming my best, but you never know if that is good enough. So, yeah, you've always got to push it to your absolute limit, and mm. you don't know where yeah, the limit yeah, is just yet, do you? So, yeah, yeah, like so, I, f- I still feel like I got more in me. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm keep going, really. Yeah, so during lockdown, what do we do? Basically, do you know Spencer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim, yeah, so he gave us loads of stuff to do. Like, he was really, like, persistent and pushing us, which was it was okay for the first few weeks. And then it's like, you just can't <laughs> be asked. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, I was running, like, most days, sort of easing it into, and, you know, walking or doing 5Ks and then building up and stuff. But I just, I can't run. Might no. like every swimmer. Yeah, the swimmer's I know, like I'm terrible. Like, I'm <laughs> like I had I had bad trainers as well, and I was like, r- running on the road is just not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea for the joints, ankles, and knees, is it? Oh no. god, yeah, and the shins as well. That's yeah, just, I get it really pain. bad in the hips. I've no, I don't think I've ever run in my life. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just we're just not used to it. Just how we're not we're not. We've not got that just base not, of running, have we? We're just soft no. swimmers, yeah, stretchy just, swimmers. Yeah, we're just not built that way at all, are we? Yeah. So did so, you um, look at doing any sort of like open water training? Well, say, well, not really, because I didn't really have a wetsuit. And I know that a lot of the Cardiff swimmers or the older ones um, and a lot of people don't go down to Barry and do the open water. Mm. I did go down once just to do like, you know, 20 minutes, but it was freezing. I was in my speedos and I was like... <laughs> like freezing <laughs> so that was only once um but like um one of the other girls in our team um spent set up a gym in her garage oh nice okay so um i had a squat rack i had some dumbbells but like i tried to do that but the motivation you know when you're on your own is is, is quite hard it's difficult you do need a training like, partner mm-hmm. that's the way yeah, i well, work especially as well. when you don't know you don't know what's going to happen you don't know if there's any point in me doing gym right now, you know, yeah, is, is it going to be beneficial? Is it a waste of time? And start overthinking it and you think, oh, sack it, I won't do it anymore. So I um, ended up just not doing much throughout May. Not, well, not doing much at all, really, after April, mid-April. And then I got a job, mm. which has helped me quite a lot, actually. Um, so I've been doing that literally. It was just a job for about, still doing it now, um, but I'm, I'm reducing the hours now that training is getting a bit harder so yeah um so yeah so that was good that i actually ended up getting a job because that's helped me quite a lot financially because mm. otherwise it would have been you know it would have been in trouble you've been struggling yeah 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 it's nice to take your mind away from things as well just give yourself yeah. like a mental break yeah, so yeah. That, that's probably getting a job is probably one of the you know it's, it's quite a good confidence booster like you know you have sort of independence and you got you got money and stuff like you know, being a swimmer, you don't get a lot of money, so it's like it's quite nice. Yeah. So, how is the training going then? Because from what we're hearing, it's quite difficult to train in Wales right now. Yes. Um, so Cardiff, I've pretty much not got many hours, especially for you know 
because it's a big club of you know over 500 kids yeah to accommodate every single one is pretty much impossible because you know you'll have like you know 15 to a lane sometimes and you've got different times and but with all the new rules in place it's like you can only have like at max three people in the lane you know so oh, um yeah so graham's been trying to get pool time sorted in other places but i think every every leisure um leisure pool is is struggling at the moment so, yeah they, um, they are struggling it's just a yeah it's not but good at the moment sort of, yeah I'm, I'm sort of fortunate to have obviously while swimming i've been supporting me for ages and it's and um, they've got all the pool time they want at Swansea, so I just have to travel an hour to get there, which is pretty hard. Um, How often are you going really... to Swansea? Well, every day, yeah. Do, I do, oh, it's every day. I, yeah, so I do I do what six sessions a week? Mm. Um, that's the only problem. You can't do really do doubles because yeah, you know, I'll go there. So I go to work and then go training afterwards. So it's a pretty long day, um, but at least I'm getting some time. You know, pool time at the moment, so it it is. As long as I'm in the water, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, you gotta slowly build um, it up, haven't you? Otherwise, yeah, you don't yeah, want to kick yeah. things off too hard, otherwise. Yeah, yeah stra- exactly. Straight into twenty hours in the pool. Well, that's what's be... happened to me. Is like that's why I'm a bit a bit out of it. I've been been doing a bit too much, so it's like, um, yeah. Okay. So hopefully, get back into it on Tuesday and and take it a bit slower this time and yeah, sort of reassess what I, what I need to be doing in the pool because um, I think we're trying to sort out um sort of opportunities to stay in Swansea maybe like be able to get like a like a house or something but who knows I don't know if that's it's going to work but we'll see okay has it ever crossed your mind to maybe um go across the seven bridge and come England way at all um no it hasn't just only because you know the coaches in Swansea um all know me and they've all coached me we all know each other so it's like it's basically like a, a training camp so, okay. You know, it's usually when we go on a, on a Welsh training camp, it's Swansea and Cardiff swimmers. Mm. Um, and you get a few additions here and there from England um, who, who don't live in Wales. But um, so a lot of the swimmers are traveling down to Swansea. Some, some one of the, the power swimmers is coming down and he's, he's traveling like an hour and a half to get to Swansea. And he's, you know, it's, it's pretty hard. So you're kind of um, using the team what the team morale to keep you going in this tough time is that yeah, is that so what's helping that's, that's basically what the whole all the coaching stuff are trying to aim for is like try and mimic a bit of a um training camp scenario so like you know i think the italians did really well during lockdown because they were like training all together in a, in, in a bubble weren't they so they mm. were in rome just all training together mm. yeah um, and then they ended up smashing all their races in August, didn't they? Yeah, they it's did. Like, there were some impressive times being... T- very impressive. Yeah. So it's like, you wonder, well, what were you doing during lockdown? They were swimming. We did an episode on that, didn't we? Tra- training camp, yeah. We did an so, episode whether it was a good idea for swimmers to have a four-month rest and then go, go back intensive. into training. And we were kind of comparing it to the, the boxing model where they, they kind of do a three-month training camp and then have the fight and then they rest for like two months after. Well, that's the thing. Well, I was talking to, to um, you know, to a few of the other coaches, and this whole mentality around swimming being like September to August, the season is, it's, yeah. it's, it's gonna get outdated pretty soon because it's like, I've been off for what, the first time I got in the pool was maybe end of June, mm. and like it only took a couple of weeks, and you know, get back in properly and start doing some decent times and like and that's just once training once a day so it's like just getting the feel of the water mm, yeah 
you know, fitness can you can get fitness relatively easy once you're in sort of that adaptation. You've and you're good, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that concept of having like a huge training camp and then racing is is a pretty good idea. Yeah, just yeah it'd be interesting to see kind of ISL in December. Sort of what sort yeah. of times are coming out of that? Yeah, because everyone's yeah. going to be Probably in the same boat. Good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's going to benefit the sprinters more than distance swimmers, definitely. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. They've been more. I mean, as long as as, as the sprinters get some pool time and, and access to a gym, they're fine, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, interesting. So, what's the what's your aim for this season then? Well, I don't really know at the moment. Um, sort of, I've got other aims in sort of studying and and the work stuff. So, trying to balance everything out is probably one of my my sort of aims at the moment so just trying to get everything sort of balanced and then get it right yeah then i think swimming will take um you know president in a in a bit yeah in a few months i reckon i think um once things are settled and we know the situation we're in and whether or not we're in swansea permanently now or cardiff can open again or like there's a lot of unanswered questions so it's like just i'm just going at you know as it goes so i'm just sort of grateful that i am getting you know the two hours a day yeah, that's it really. It's difficult when there's no finish line. That was my biggest yeah, problem that's, that's, in that's lockdown. The yeah, there's so. um, because you never know. Like, like, are we even? You don't, you don't know if we can even race this year. Like, even if there is going to be an Olympic trials or if there's going to be an Olympics or. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. these it's, things. Um, it's difficult because so, I've like, always had to a set goal of my my biggest goal was to represent the country. Yeah. And the fact that you have no idea when you're going to race or if you're going to race, we don't even know if the yeah. Olympics is actually going to happen just yet. They keep saying exactly, that they will, yeah. but you just don't know, do you? I don't, well, they I'm left not, it yeah. so late. They wanted to see how it went, didn't they? And all the swimmers were like, all the athletes were like saying, you can't, you can't carry on because they're not training. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um, I think even right now, it'd be hard to say Tokyo should go ahead at this exact moment in time. I know that's what, you, that's what, that's what I'm thinking as well. But um, the thing is, I'm enjoying swimming, and it's quite nice, you know, just to to concentrate on other things as well. Yes, um, yeah, and just you know taking some time to just concentrate on on maybe the little things in in swimming, you know, the, the the technical things and the gym aspect of it as well. Trying to get better at that. Yes, yeah. Um, so just reassessing goals, really, just to see, just to try and do something different, you know, see see if it works. Trying to keep it a bit more interesting but i definitely not lost the motivation to um to swim that's, that's always that's good be to there, hear I think. yeah yeah okay so i've got a question i want to ask because dan i didn't see him training in cardiff but it's all yeah. he, it's all he talks about <laughs> yeah was dan as good as he claims to be in cardiff yeah he's a good trainer he trained really hard with us didn't you oh yeah yeah some of, <laughs> some, of dave, some, some of dave haller's sets i mean they're notorious for being, you know, the the hardcore old, somewhat British, brutal, yeah. You know, thirty one hundreds and yeah, ten four hundreds. That you know that kind of style. I, I have heard the thirty one hundreds multiple times. Yeah, we we went through a whole phase. We're doing it literally every single Saturday. Yeah, we were... like <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> no. So we'd be like getting down to like, I think I was, we were getting down. I know Yain was, but like pretty much going under a minute for all thirty, and they were like off one. 130, 140, like the pretty short turnaround. So it's like. Well, I always remember Dave was saying, I only remember doing it short course, actually. We we definitely did it long course, but he was said to me that if you didn't go 59 for each 100, we we add one on at the end. 
So, yeah. it's, so it was never 30, ended up being like 33 in the yeah. end. Like, oh. Yeah, Dave had a, Yeah, he still comes around the pool. He, um, he, oh, does he? Uh, he comes about, has a chat. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's probably playing so, golf, um, I suspect. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he likes his um, his golf and, and he goes away quite a lot to um, Hong Kong and stuff. But yeah. he's good, I think. Not right now, he yeah. doesn't. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, how's. Because um, obviously, I left before Graham joined. What's, uh, yeah. what's Graham like as a coach? He's amazing. Yeah. Um, he's a brilliant coach. Yeah. He's um, he's so you think of Dave Haller being this sort of like he's not, you know, Dave Haller's a bit, you know, he's a bit of a softy, but he is quite strict and, yeah. and disciplined. Um, but Graham is at the same time as being, you know, getting you to work hard because you sort of believe in what he's given you. He's very um, sort of there's a lot of communication, mm. you know, easy to talk to, um, you know very easy going and he's gotten the results well from from all of us really just because sort of not there's not like just able to to trust the process he explains the process and and we have input as well in what we want to do um so 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 it's a bit of a it's a a two-way street you know so it it works quite well it's a good working relationship yeah it puts a responsibility on your shoulders yes yeah yeah. i think that's what a coach should um, be yeah Perfect, yeah, really. but it's hard to get that sort of balance between a coach and an athlete because um, a lot of the time, a lot of, it's hard for some swimmers to to communicate to a coach. You know, like if you're not feeling too well, or or you want to do something different, or you're not happy, it's it's, it's difficult, and then you end up overthinking it and then not swimming well, and you know, sort of is an endless cycle. But mm. with Graham, it's quite good that you can communicate with him, and and um, you know. He's tough. His stresses are really tough, um, yeah. but there's always sort of ways of looking at different ways of looking at how we do the sessions. You know, concentrating on um, different aspects of my 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 stroke and the underwaters and stuff. That's one of the things I've really concentrated on because my underwaters were terrible, <laughs> um, and now they're much better. My starts have improved loads this year. Well, this is so, probably why you're PBing in the backstroke because it's all about the underwater yeah, and the backstroke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, basically, yeah. So my my starts have gone down loads. Yeah. Um, definitely, with a lot more confident when I'm coming off the walls and stuff from backstroke, which is. You now I've always struggled short course swimming. Um, mm. Like I've never been anywhere on short course swimming, nowhere. Um, but long course, obviously, uh, I feel a lot more comfortable. Sounds similar to me. I hated short yeah. course. Oh, see, I was yeah. the other way around. I needed that wall at the 25 meters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too long, you see. It takes me ages to get around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to finish off this week's podcast, we have some quick-fire questions okay. for you to answer. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with, what's your favorite event? 100 back. Uh, your swimming idol? Phelps. Hardest set. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Graham's got a good one. Um, I think it's like it's like a four k medley set. Top of my head, it goes sort of. There's a lot of eight hundred medleys in there. Four hundred medleys, two hundred medleys, and hundred medleys. Oh, I think oh. it's it's like <laughs> an eight hundred medley twice, and then a f- two four hundreds. Blimey! Something along those lines. <laughs> that like sounds horrible. Okay, of medley, yeah. With eight, the we went through a season where we were doing a lot of eight hundred medleys because Graham had read it somewhere that doing eight hundred medleys was a good thing. <laughs> you should see Dan's <laughs> face right now. I know two hundred fly. That oh. involves two hundred fly at the beginning. 
I know. It's a 200 breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it, and finally, three people in a car for your road trip. Who would they be? Road trip? Uh, um, my girlfriend and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, it has to be a dog, doesn't it? Yeah, dog, dog fan. Yeah, we just got we just got a new dog, a new puppy in lockdown. Oh, oh really? same here, lockdown puppy. Yeah, lockdown puppy. There's so many on the estate. We 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 just moved in in December, and we go to we during lockdown we went to the park, and it's just like there's so many there's a whole <laughs> group of of new puppies, endless dogs. Um, yes, because um, because obviously we got more time at home, it's a bit easier to just. Yeah, exactly. Take care of dogs. Yeah, my one is now perfectly trained after six months of us being at home. Yeah, what have you got? Uh, we've got a Spaniel. She's fast asleep on the floor while we do this podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> what I've have you got, got? Luna. She's Luna, a black pug. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. And she's sleeping on my bed now. She's, um, <laughs> yeah, we've just trained her now, so she's she's good. Fingers crossed, say that. But she does ask to go out and stuff because we're in an apartment, so it's a bit harder. Oh, yeah, that's good she's going. good at yeah. Yeah, she's good at telling us when to go outside and stuff. So Nice. Well, that's a yeah. lovely way to end this week's podcast, talking about dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Could talk about dogs all yeah. day. I really could. Thank I you know. very much for coming on. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Zav. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, Bye. you too. Good luck for the year forward. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Take care, all right? Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. So it's good to have Zav on this week's show. Really good to actually get a, a proper swimmer from Cardiff. A proper <laughs> No, maybe I should give you a bit more respect. He said you trained hard. I trained hard, yeah. yeah. Whether I raced well is a different matter. Yeah, someone who's gone to the Commonwealth Games twice saying you, you trained hard. I'll, I'll give you a bit more respect. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> it was good to catch up with him, actually. It's been yeah. a while, so. Um, and I'm looking forward to see what he does this year. And it's nice to hear that he has kind of an improved mindset about swimming, that it's more about enjoyment. It is, and I think that's all you hear. What PT says, as long as you enjoy it, yeah, that's what I think. Lockdown's given people a new perspective on swimming. Oh, it has, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So if you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on your usual podcast providing platforms, as well as on YouTube. We have some amazing content over there. I know this week on our YouTube channel, we have an equipment giveaway. We do. We do. So we have over £100 worth of kit for one of our subscribers to win, basically. We've teamed up with a few sponsors, and it it's a very handy kit to get you back it's, in the pool. Honestly, it's a really good giveaway. Really yeah. good. And especially if you're getting back into the swimming side of it as well. Yeah. I know Dan's very jealous that I'm just handing this away. I know. I could do with all of it. <laughs> Can I enter? No, you can't. <laughs> um, so, I've been Scott. This has been Dan. Thank you very much. And I will see you in seven days. And we'll catch you on the next one.